Welcome to another powerful teaching from Dr. Todd J. Pulliam, pastor of One Accord Church. Okay, uh, Isaiah 11 and let's go to verse number 2. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Now, this means God's about to get on you. The spirit of wisdom, right? And understanding, right? The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. This is going to provide our King of Kings what he needs to administer justice. All right. Now, and in verse 3 says, and shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. Fear there is reverential awe. And then he shall not judge, okay, here we go, after the sight of his eyes. He will not use sense knowledge to judge. And all that is is when your senses gather data and bring it back and feed it to you, and try to persuade you to act off of that data. All right. Neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. So he's not going to use his flesh to administer justice. He's not going to do it fleshly. Uh, you could come into courtroom and not have the right clothing, and the judge could really misunderstand you. You could be in a setting where your conversation is more slang-like. And whoever's hearing it has an issue because they don't like that. It's saying that's impossible for that to happen with Jesus. You can come to Jesus with slang, and he knows where you're coming from. Amen. All right. Now, put this, there's kind of a note for here. I put in here getting my thinking right. Verse 2 deals with the mind. Spirit of wisdom, understanding, spirit of counsel and might, spirit of the knowledge and of the fear of the Lord, making of him a quick understanding. All right? Now, the way to get your mind right is to renew it. Here's what happens. The Holy Spirit begins to bring to your attention. Every time a thought is off-based in your mindset or in your thought process, the Holy Spirit will nudge you on that. And that's when you should stop, say, I'm supposed to be renewing my mind. Pray in the Spirit, ask the Lord to help you, and then rehearse a verse that gives you a better thought. Because if you're not careful, here's an illustration, how about this? Sometimes you can get emotional, get angry, and start meditating and giving heavy thought to the reactions of your emotions. If you're not careful, uh, you, you'll do that even with, um, uh, let's say you see somebody acting uh, out of themselves uh, at the market, and then you say, oh, God, I'm so glad my children are not with me. And if you're not careful at that moment, you're, you can go into a thought process where your children, you see them in that situation, you know, because you're glad that they're not in it. And you start to meditate on it. And what you're doing is giving strength to the possibility of. 
So uh, the Lord, you know, and the Lord will catch you in that and say, oh, this is not good. And then if you're prideful, you won't uproot it. But if you're mature spiritually, you'll say, Lord, I'll uproot that. I'm sorry I was meditating on that. All that go away now in the name of Jesus. Here's what we're going to think about. And interject a brand new thought based on the word into your mindset. Amen? All right. So that's what verse 2 will help you on. Okay. And verse 3 is very powerful. Now, verse 4 says, but with righteousness. Thank you, Lord. Yes, sir. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. That's good. So with right standing, with righteousness, with equity, that's another word for righteousness there. Equity. All right? Shall he judge the who? The, well, okay. Uh, go back to the beginning. Pardon me. Verse 4. But with the righteousness shall he judge the poor. Okay? And he shall smite, uh, okay, and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. I'm going to read this in Amplified in a minute. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. You don't slay. He does. You distribute the word. And the manifestation, of, let me say it right, the finished work of the word is what manifests. So he's attached to the word finished results. You speak it with faith and what he attached to it manifests. So you're not slaying. But whoever comes up under that canopy, when you have to release that word filled with faith and power, so be it unto them. Your heart is right. You're not intending to hurt them. But the word impacts and it has power. Paul's trying to address some people. He's got a person in authority that is cutting off the message, the witness. So what, is, what does Paul do? Blindness be upon you. Now how powerful is that? And the scripture says immediately the man had to be ushered out. What was Paul doing? Desperate to hold the attention of his audience. To get truth, to get equity, to get justice out there. This is about to get extremely serious. You are not to laugh when the enemy is disallowing justice just so that you can hold a friendship. You're not to be in agreement with injustice on any level for any reason towards anybody. You're not to be silent when injustice manifests. You're to speak up and share a word from the Lord 
and do it with humility. What made the civil rights movement great was their understanding that this is a non-violent movement, which also means we will do nothing and say anything to escalate this to the place of violence. We will stand, we will speak truth, we will address wrongs, and if it causes us to face pain, pain is what we'll face. Congressman John Lewis on that bridge was beaten so his head was open. And he thought death was going to overtake him. But he is up in age, sharp today, and can still march with the best of them. He knows what's right and what's wrong. It's funny. God seems to make a connection with you when justice is what you pursue. He made his statement. He says, no, I will not be at the inauguration. This is an illegitimate president. People say, well, you can't talk about Congressman John Lewis. You have to respect him. But there were a lot of people that didn't care to respect him. And they talked. And they talked. He's a man of joy today. Why? Because what he said was on point. And it came from years of seeking justice. It wasn't supposed to be just the Baptist church. And it wasn't just them. Methodist, Lutheran, Church of God in Christ. They were involved. But others were so holy, they couldn't, they couldn't get out there to say or speak a thing. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm amazed at what we present on behalf of the Lord Jesus when the prophet Isaiah describes him here. Go to, go to chapter 9. Go back two chapters to chapter 9. You okay? 6 and 7. Isaiah 9, 6 and 7. Praise the Lord, everybody. Okay. Everything's going to be all right. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Now, you see that? So we, we've got the same son, child, born and given. All right, so a body you have prepared for me. That's what the scripture says that he said concerning his father. And so the father was able to release him to come into the earth through virgin birth. Okay. So he was given and he was born. All right. 
Unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his what? Shoulder. It's a, it's a mantle. It's a mantle. And his name shall be called what? Folks, read it with me. Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Now catch verse 7. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Not only is there no end to his government, but there is no end to the increase of his government and peace. So while we're in unbelief often, and this is why the Lord is, 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 is releasing this mandate in this day and this assignment, I still want you to receive your pay. I still want you to get it. You can still get it because even when you can't see my government is still increasing and expanding. Peace is defined as prosperity here. So his government produces justice, which produces peace. And every single day, it's, in, it's increasing. It's expanding. And there'll never be an end to it. It'll never, ever stop. That means we have not tapped into the kingdom as we're supposed to. We're wanting man to offer us justice when it was demons that led him. Oh, come on. To mistreat us the way we were mistreated. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against And, okay, now, li listen, uh, uh, high places, heavenly places, that's important. The first heaven is where the clouds are. And that's where foul spirits have set up their rulership. The enemy is the one that wants you to always feel like you're the lowest. That you're the worst. That you belong on the bottom. And all of that from slavery to the wrongs of reconstruction where it started off right to Jim Crowism to sharecropping all these things that no church will talk about as they should were the leadership and assignment of Satan. He influenced humanity 
So you have to go talk to the one that is more powerful than him. Who has a greater ability, Lord have mercy, to influence humanity. When you go to the Lord and appeal to him for this great wealth transfer, we gave you numbers of uh, 100, 100 trillion, maybe 150 trillion. Uh, Isaiah 61, the Lord says, I'm going to give you double for your trouble. You need to double that. And see, now that messes with our mind because ain't nobody ever sought to look out for us like that. But you have to remember who your daddy is. And as passionate in parenting and loving as you are, is as passionate and loving he is towards you. Oh, come on now. So he wants you to come to him so that he can release the angels. Somebody say, release the angels. And on our behalf, they will minister under his direction because they're trained to and present the blessing, the blessing of the Lord, which is on you. It maketh rich and he adds no solitude. We're not going to have to toil for this. We ain't got to fight nobody and argue with nobody over this. That money is going to come in. I'm not even concerned about how it's going to come in, but somebody getting up off of 200 trillion and it is coming in to a people that deserve it. Well, that's what Jesus said. He said, I'm expanding every day and the way I'm increasing, there be no end to my increase. Wait a minute. Woo! Okay, one more. Eight. Now, uh, go Isaiah 8 and 18, but don't read that yet. I want to finish verse 7. Uh, the increase of his government and peace, there should be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform it. I think we got an example of how he shows out when he's performing the zeal of the Lord. Lord, forgive me. The zeal of your house has eaten me up. That's after he didn't beat people out to church. You know, he was talking the whole time he was making the whips. I done told these people, you remember how your parents used to do? I done, I tried to tell them, so they ain't listen. You know, you know, let me see if this works. What'd I tell you? Hey! Oh, it's working. You stay right there. I'm coming down there. I get better leverage. Oh, yeah. And he ran people out of the temple, see? That's the way he did it. And, it was, well, we can't do that. I didn't ask you to do that. Look, he said, my host, the zeal of the host of the Lord, is going to perform this, not you. You don't, you don't take care of vengeance. Revenge is not in you. All right? Now, look at this, 8 and 18. Behold, I and the children whom the Lord hath given me 
are for signs and for wonders in Israel from the Lord of hosts, which dwelleth in Mount Zion. So what are you for? What are you here on earth to do? Did you read that Isaiah 8 and 18? Oh, that, okay. You, that didn't get that didn't get into your spirit. It, just, it went in one ear and just yeah. okay. So let's look at it again. Behold, I ah. Uh, now the Lord's talking here, and the children whom the Lord has given me. This is the King of Glory. That's you. Are for what? That's what you're here for. You're not here to be average. You're not even here to be acceptable. You're here to rep the Lord. John the Baptist was, was awesome, wasn't he? He went to prepare the way of the Lord. Joker got his coat inside out. People said, this boy here is straight out of his mind. John the Baptist didn't care what nobody thought. The, they, the coat was turned inside out. It was made wrong. And then he, he ain't want to eat nobody's dinner. He out eating wild honey and locusts. You, 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 know, you, <laughs> you know you ain't want nobody like that at your house. We'd like for you to come and visit with us and have dinner. What are you having? Well, we're going to have uh, ribeye steaks and some mashed potatoes, and uh, we're going to have some fresh vegetables that have been steamed, and uh, we'll have some garlic bread if you like, or any bread of your choice. We'll, you know, we're going to have some sweet tea. Ah, I want none of that. I ain't coming. Well, what would you like? What kind of pets you got around there? Well, uh, we we got a couple of puppies and a, a kitten. Well, I don't want them. You got any locusts? Got any insects you keep? Well, see, y'all laughing, but that's what he ate. Well, we, you know, um, what kind of honey you got? Oh, we've got this. Oh, this is the best kind to get from the store. We get it from Food Line. You know, and it's for, and you talk, you didn't jot it back. Well, excuse me. I'll bring the honey. Can, can we ask where you're going to get it from? No, you cannot. We get to ask, can I take your coat? No, you cannot. Can we please take your coat? It's turned inside out. It smells. It's just awful. Can, but we want you to stay for dinner. I got so much anointing. Y'all stupid. My coat stinks, but his presence doesn't. Keep your food, gotta go. And that family, go talk about it. <laughs> John the Baptist. Stay away from that ministry. Nobody there wash their clothes. Now he got the anointing, he's preparing the way of the Lord. He performed miracles. good teacher too. Will you teach us to pray like John taught his disciples? He was a fantastic teacher.
Isn't that something? Jesus, John did this with his disciples. You didn't. You didn't do that with us. Jesus was the greatest teacher ever. But you can see what level John was on. I can't believe he would carry himself like that. He had the first taste of anointing in the earth in 400 years. The first human to hear the Father in the earth in 400 years. His assignment was to make way for the Savior to come in here. The baptism that I baptize with is of no comparison to the one that he will baptize you with. I can't even tie his shoes. When he comes, don't follow me, follow him. We still water baptize more people and very few people receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, though John made it clear which one you were supposed to go for. amazing. Am I right? You can set a line up for water baptism. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's a part of the package. And a place of fill up. Holy Spirit baptism. This is the one that I told you about to take away the sin of the world. No one lines up for the Holy Spirit baptism. That's in Acts where he says, if you want to really represent me, you can't until. Until what? You receive the baptism with the Holy Ghost. But you shall receive power when? Oh, y'all sound like you. I wore y'all out. I thought y'all could. Let me see my watch here. You shall receive power when? After. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. This is an experience you're supposed to, as a believer, hunger for. I will always appreciate the sanctified church, the, the, the fire baptized, holiness, all that. In some uh, uh, traditional settings in the Baptist, they had it right. Where you, when you were born again, you wanted to receive the Holy Spirit. That had to be your next move. Because you, you weren't legitimate till you got in tongues. Anybody here know what I'm talking about? Back then you had to tarry till the Holy Ghost came. What you say? You be on your knees, hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. You know, the, and there had to be a mother on her knees next to you. Come on, honey, yeah. Oh, bless the Lord. You 
Come on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I praise you. Oh, Lord, fill me with the Holy Ghost. And then they have some tissue, rolling tissue. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Maybe it's just me. They remember. And they be wiping your mouth. Come on, honey. You're going to get it. And you look up, do I have it? Not if you got to ask me. Go on back down and do no, come on, you know, you remember. Ooh, and you know, people, when, when somebody got, received the, the Holy Ghost, all the rest of them who were praying would look up. Because they done tried so hard, it was almost discouraging. I think we'll try this next Monday night, next Young People Night, or you know, they, well, like like the man in the pool, but that's I'm not laughing. Would you like to be made whole? Well, Ricky always get in the water before me, or Jojo, or Reuben. Reuben pay people. I don't have nobody to get me down. Jesus, I ain't ask you all that. People praying in the Holy Ghost, somebody get filled. That's it. That's all he's giving out tonight. I'll try again next Sunday night. And they'll go home. And then, and then the testimony, praise the Lord, one or two got filled with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Man, let me tell you something. When the Lord showed me that by the laying on of hands and by people believing and praying Jesus to baptize in the Holy Ghost fill them just like that anybody here had to tear don't, don't you know if you, if you tell in this ministry or not that happened before you got here doc. yeah you know no 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 I, but I mean you both had to tear when we was younger if you want to oh Jesus did you tear for the Holy Ghost this Sunday yes I'm, yes ma'am Your siblings will look at you like, oh, you know you can't get filled tonight because you done lied already. See, now we got revelation. All that lying, we should get you there faster so the spirit of truth can get in you. Get that lying out of you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Pray with me. Lord Jesus, you really helped us tonight. Pardon me, Lord. If in the midst of the humor, I took something away. It is my desire that your people hear your word of revelation, knowledge, and insight, and that they receive understanding. Lord, we're going to give it our all on Sunday. And uh, we'll be even more focused. We're going to still be hungry. Thank you, Lord, for the results. We'll receive the seed of your word, planted into the good ground of our hearts, and we receive, Lord, a hundredfold return in the form of revelation, knowledge, insight, and understanding. We bless you, Lord, and thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless the Lord. Thank you for listening to another teaching on the Dr. Todd J. Pulliam Podcast. We call you blessed.